to the Oregon Real Estate Podcast, where we feature helpful and interesting information on Oregon real estate. Now, here's your host, Realtor Roy Whiting. Hello, and welcome to the Oregon Real Estate Podcast. My name is Roy Whiting, and I'm a licensed Oregon real estate broker with Certified Realty. Today's program is titled, How Two Realtors Become Policemen for a Day. Working as a real estate agent sometimes presents some interesting situations. Here's one story you probably haven't heard before. It includes my being deputized or sworn in since a nearby police force is caught shorthanded while about to commence a house eviction. One day a fellow realtor and I had been asked by our seller client to assist with the removal of squatters on her property. And we were also asked to make suggestions prior to her selling the home. As a result, we were told to meet police at the property to assist with access so the house could be vacated. Little did we know that we would not just assist with access, but also become sworn police officers. As promised and on time, we drove down the unimproved gravel road into a sketchy part of southeast Portland and arrived in front of our seller client's house. To be clear, let's call that neighborhood extra sketchy because along with that rough gravel road in the middle of the city, imagine a rundown neighborhood with cars on jacks in nearby front yards to get a better picture. We introduced ourselves to the waiting Multnomah County Sheriff's deputy and are told he's waiting for backup. Now our extra sketchy neighborhood meters are really going off. Why do we need additional police backup for a simple house eviction? We wait a bit, then are told that the requested Portland police contingent that was asked to stop by for backup is now unavailable. Eventually they arrive, but not before the fun begins. We're then asked to raise our right hands and are sworn in. That's right, deputized. They're in the parking lot. Two mild-mannered realtors now represent law enforcement. After our knock on the door, we enter the house. From there, pandemonium ensues. The scene turns surreal as a gun is located along with much hollering and a wandering pregnant lady is led out of the house to safety. Yet much more commotion is about to occur only this time not in the house, under the house. During a much earlier tour of the house before these problems developed, the owner had revealed a rather unusual trap door above an unfinished basement located under a main floor rug in the kitchen. Standing in the kitchen, I review my notes and recall the trap door, then mention it to a nearby deputy. By then, additional police officers arrive. Law enforcement appears readily interested in this new trapdoor information, so with a group of officers circled around the trapdoor, guns at the ready, the door is lifted. Staring up at us from under the house are several people, including one rather dazed-looking fellow who suddenly bolts out of view. But there doesn't seem to be anywhere he can go trapped under the house in the unfinished basement. In due time, each suspect seemingly comes up out of the hole to the kitchen. At least that's what we think. Believing they have everyone captured, a police officer proceeds to hammer the trapdoor shut with nails, ensuring no one gets in or out. 
Later, as the police are about to leave, one officer is insistent that a particular person they've been seeking is still in the home, yet they haven't found him. He must be here somewhere, the officer insists. This has him prying open the previously nailed trap door. As soon as it's again lifted, the officer yells, we're going to send the dog in. There's no response. Once more, he yells, we're going to send the dog in. Still no response. If the fugitive thinks they're bluffing, he's about to be sorely mistaken. That's because a police dog is lowered and then released into the basement. That quick canine has their man in a flash. A beanbag round helps to complete his capture. In all, we count seven police cars, 11 trespassers, including several convicted felons, one canine unit, and a beanbag round. Local TV news covers it all. It's not every realtor who can truly be called deputy dad by his kids. So now, whenever someone suggests real estate must be a boring desk job, I ask if they'd like to hear my realtor story about a house in Southeast Portland. That about wraps up this edition of the Oregon Real Estate Podcast, How Two Realtors Become Policemen for a Day. For more information about this episode, check out the show notes over at OregonRealEstatePodcast.com. For now, this is Roy with Certified Realty, wishing you the very best. Do you have a real estate question or perhaps an Oregon property to sell? Contact Roy today for a free consultation. Just call 800-637-1950 or send your email to roy at certifiedrealty.com. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Oregon Real Estate Podcast.